Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. And happy Wom Weekend. Oh, my God. You're four of a Wom Weekend. This is... Our fourth Wom Weekend. So wild how productive we are. Honestly, like, every time I tell anyone that I'm doing this, they're like, you guys, they either think we don't get any work done or, like, my parents are like, oh, it's a bummer. It's going to be such lousy weather. I was like, no, lousy weather is a good thing because, one, we then don't have the temptation yep. of being at the pool, of going to the beach, going, having a lovely brunch outside. Like, it's nice to have a rainy weekend and we're all just, like, hunkered down in our suite and getting oh, yeah. work done. We're leggings, matching sweatshirts, yes. and champagne, mimosas, H2O, cozy room, the whole thing. Um, so as we were, like, talk, so last night we were having some conversation. We were... Um, thinking about any changes we want to make to like our intro and outro and things like that. And some changes we want to make for um, when we kick off season four in the beginning of March. And so Steph was like, I'm going to go on chat GPT <laughs> and I'm going to see if they can help us write an intro. And you guys, we got a few chat GPT did not disappoint. So what did you, okay. So what did you, what was your initial, um, like what question. Is question to so G- I said, my name is Steph and my best friend's Laura. We're two best friends that have a podcast together called Wine Over Matter. Every Wednesday, we put out a new episode where we discuss everything from our weight loss journeys, life after divorce, dating, marriage, relationships, friendships, careers, pop culture, and random things in between. Write us a fun podcast intro. Please keep in mind that we are in our 30s, so we want to make sure it's geared towards our age group for the vibe. Okay. And so we're going to show you, I think we have three here. And so we're going to try to get through this without laughing um, and show you the suggested intros for the Wine Over Over Matter podcast for. So ChatGPT gave us one and then we died laughing. And so we gave it like more information. So we'll get into that too. Yeah. Okay. So first one, they even gave us like each speaking part. So we're going to read it as ChatGPT intended. Here you go. 
Hey, fabulous listeners. Welcome to another exciting episode of Wine Over Matter, the podcast where we spill the tea and savor the wine. That's right, Steph. (laughs) I can't. We're not going to be able to get through this. That's right, Steph. I'm Laura, and this is my partner in crime, Steph. Hey, everybody. Grab your favorite glass of wine, kick back, and join us every Wednesday as we dive into the roller coaster that is life in our 30s. Because let's face it, life is too short for bad wine and dull conversations. Speaking of which, what are we sipping on today, Steph? Ah, uh, today's choice is a fine blend of adulting ain't easy with hints of, did I really just say that? <laughs> Perfect pairing for our discussions on weight loss, <laughs> post-divorce adventures, dating in our 30s, and navigating the chaos of relationships and friendships. We cover it all, from the latest pop culture craziness to the random things that make you go, wait, what? So whether you're multitasking at work, driving, just hiding in the bathroom for some peace, (laughs) we got your back. So grab your favorite wine, press play, and let's wine over matter. All right. So what do you guys think? <laughs> okay, so that okay, was so we were dying. Time. We could not get through it, and we're like, we need to like ask a few more questions. So I said, this is so cheesy and embarrassing. Tone it down and write another one. Also, even though it's called Wine Over Matter, it has nothing to do with wine. <laughs> that was my feedback I gave. So this was the next one that it generated. Here we go. I like how, wait, what did it say? Absolutely. Let's go for a more laid back and less cheesy vibe. Here's another take. (laughs) What's up, amazing people? It's Steph. And Laura. And you've just hit play on another episode of Wine Over Matter, where adulthood meets the unexpected, and we're just trying to figure it all out. Every Wednesday, we're here to chat about life in our 30s, the good, the bad, and the downright hilarious. From navigating the post-divorce scene to the wild world of dating and everything in between. No sugarcoating, no filter, just real talk. And just to clarify, wine over matter has nothing to do with actual wine. It's just a catchy name that stuck. So grab your metaphorical glass and let's dive in. We're talking friendships, relationships, career chaos, and all those moments that make us go... Is this really my life? (laughs) So whether you're at the gym, on your commute, or hiding in the pantry for a moment of peace, we've got your back. I like how they replaced bathroom with pantry. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers to the messiness of adulthood. So hit play, relax, and welcome to Wine Over Matter. What'd you guys think? (laughs) (laughs) I am dying right now. So then... We gave it, I think this is the last one, one more prompt. And I said, make it less wordy, less cheesy, and more sexy. (laughs) So it says, absolutely, let's keep it short, less cheesy, and add a little bit of a sexy vibe. So here we go. Well, for it says in parentheses, sultry background beats. Oh, yeah. So imagine a sultry background beat before we start talking, okay? (laughs) Hey, sexy souls, it's Steph. And Laura. Welcome to Wine Over Matter, the podcast where we spill the real tea on life in our 30s. From dating disasters to career chaos, we're your unfiltered, no BS guides. So whether you're getting ready for a hot date or just chilling with your favorite playlist, we're here to turn up the vibe. No wine involved, just the intoxicating essence of adulting. So kick back, hit play, and let's get real sultry and a little bit wild. What do you guys think? I cannot. Like, I love ChatGPT. We've talked about this before. I use it at work. I use it for, like, so many different things. Like, if I'm writing a complaint email to a company and I want to sound, like, upset, but also, 
respectful and not a Karen, then I will like ask, like I just do everything with chat GPT, but I will say they are not nailing the Wine Never Matter no. podcast intro. So with that being said, we will not be using chat GPT for no. our next intro. In fact, we're still talking about it, but we might not even be doing an intro. So you'll have to wait and see for season four come March 6th. Is that one? I think it's the March 6th episode. Can you yeah. believe season four of WOM? Holy no. shit. Three years in the bag. So Almost. crazy. We're about a month so away. So much to come. So exciting. But um, yeah, it's been a really good WOM weekend. Our Friday started off um, good. We went to brunch and then got down here and we were kind of nervous because it was supposed to be a chilly weekend. And usually we spend because this place that we stay at every year, they really do not let us check in until four. Like, no, they are like, oh, yeah, we'll text you as soon as your room's ready. And it's like every year it's four. Oh, yeah. So we um, we usually they have like tons of tables around the property, like great spots near the pools and stuff. So we usually just like bring our backpacks out and we do some work outside. But we were nervous because of the weather honestly it ended up being a gorgeous afternoon. It was so nice. The sun was out, um, but it was like partly cloudy sun, like yeah. not the kind that like makes you burn up. And it was probably like, I don't know. 67 degrees or something like that maybe a little cooler I don't know yeah, it, it was, was just so was nice. nice and we got a lot of work done until our laptop started dying honestly and we were yeah. like I was like Laura can you text them and see if our room's ready I think this was like <laughs> 350 or something yeah and we also so there's a popular LA sushi place called Sugarfish and they just opened their first Orange County location this week and so we had they do these really cute takeout boxes so we were like okay one night we'll cook one night we'll get takeout sushi and because we really wanted to get sugarfish. We find out that they're not doing takeout their opening weekend. So that was kind of disappointing. So we we're like, okay, tomorrow it's going to be raining. So how about today? Let's cruise over there early. We'll get there at like four and hopefully like we'll wait like no more than 30 minutes and we'll eat. Hopefully and have an back. early dinner. So we get there literally like right at four and nobody's waiting outside. Like we're stoked. Yeah. So I like drop off stuff because it's at the beach. So I like drop her off so I can go find parking. And then I was like, if it's we like picked our time, we said, OK, let's like wait no more than like 40 ish minutes. So Steph calls me and my phone starts ringing. And I'm like, man, <laughs> two hour wait, two hour wait at four o'clock on a Saturday. So we did not get our sushi fix, but um, we ended up, there's another great spot. There's two of them in Newport. It's called Bear Flag. They have like amazing, amazing, fresh, like pokey and seafood options. So we just went there instead and had, had a, a cocktail and a poke yeah. bowl and got right back to work. Yeah, we were, so we were gone like maybe an hour, a little over an hour, got back and worked till around 11. And so... And we had said when we got back, because you know how you like after you eat, you're in like a little bit of a food coma and you're just like, ugh. And we were like, okay, we're going to get right to work. We're going to unpack because we hadn't done that yet. Get right to work. And we were like, let's make sure we're working at least until 10. So we know we get like a, as much of our Friday list done as we wanted to. And we literally worked until after 11. And it wasn't even like, because I feel like a lot of times we're like really tired and we're like pushing it, but I didn't even look at the clock. It was just no. like 11 and we had finished our list and we we're like, okay, I guess we're good for the day. Yes. Honestly, this weekend like makes me feel so proud of like obviously us in this podcast, but just like each of us and our like drive when it comes to this too, because we do work our asses off. Like it's wild how much we do. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. And you know what else is impressive? What? We didn't even open a bottle of wine last night. None. I was like, <laughs> so I literally just felt like a blob kind of after dinner. 
like we each had a margarita and we each had our poke bowl and like neither one of us could even finish close to our poke bowl, but you know, we finished that margarita and um, <laughs> I was just, yeah, like we came back and Laura was like, are you opening wine or no? And I'm like, I don't think I can do wine. She's like, fine. I'm just having a Coke zero. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so here we are with a fridge full of wine and we just opened our first bottle of champagne this morning. Yeah. So now we're mimosas and recording a little Q&A episode for you guys before we get into the rest of our to-do list for this weekend. Yes. Um, but before we get into the Q&A stuff, I kind of just wanted to talk about um, a little bit of the survey results. We had told you guys a few weeks ago that we were going to post a survey. We posted a survey and honestly, we all know surveys don't get like great feedback a lot. Like, But the positive thing about them is they're anonymous. So people that have feedback that they might not want to tell you to your face... They can tell yeah. you on a survey. So we were like, we'll do it. We'll see if we get any feedback. Honestly, so we posted it in our Instagram stories, got feedback. But then when I did the anonymous survey, I think we had like a five, six times the amount that we got even on Instagram, maybe even more. So we spent like a chunk of yesterday afternoon going through all of that feedback together, seeing like how we want to take that feedback, what changes we want to make. Um, for the new year and how we kind of wanted to go about that. So we just want to really thank you guys to, for everyone who participated. It was just way more response than we expected to get. And we appreciate that. So um, first, let's chat bed, wed, dead. Let's do it. Um, so more people actually liked bed, wed, dead than we expected. However, the majority did seem to agree that the podcast just doesn't seem like the place it needs to be. And um, we're going to actually start doing that just on WOM. So we'll still have it as part of our Instagram. It'll be a fun poll. We also had a few people say like, we do the polls and then we don't ever see the results. So we're going to make sure we share the results too, but it's just not going to be um, part, part of, of our format anymore. Um, and then we asked about guests and stuff. And a lot of you wish we had more of them and a variety of different types of guests. So that's definitely a goal for this year. We are going to work on trying to make that more of like, not too often where it's like you we lose the um, format of our format podcast. of what you guys like about WOM, but something to like switch it up every once in a while and just... And this is going to be a challenge for us, you guys, because our regular updates that we do, we are in a groove. We They're just so easy. It literally feels like just a girl's night that we're yeah. hitting play on. And there's a lot of prep work that goes into a guest. If we have a guest, you know, Courtney is a, a very easy guest. She's one of our friends. Taylor, Anthony, like those are all like our comfort zone guests. That's why yeah. we have them return all the time. Yeah. And there's not a lot of planning that goes in just because it's such a natural conversation. But I know for myself, like, A, I struggle with small talk. So with someone that like I don't know, like that's already stressful for me. And then also you have to do research if you're having a guest. You have yeah. to know what they're about, things that they've recently discussed, like blah, blah, blah. And so there is extra work that goes into it, but we've committed to doing the extra work a little bit more than we have in the past in yeah. 2024. And just getting different types too. Like we really um, do enjoy having um, different weight loss people on because let's be honest, that's how most you found the us. area. Yeah. Steph and I met in. That's what our accounts are about. So it is a lot of what we talk about. So that is something that resonates with us. And we know it resonates with a lot of you. But we also heard that you guys want like parent people and financial people. And like there's just a lot of variety of people that you suggested. So we are going to try to do a little more of that this year. Mix it up a little bit. 
And let's be honest, flavor of the week, classic since day one, and the overwhelming fave. Like, so that's not going anywhere. Absolutely Flavor of the week is here to stay. Um, I will say I've gotten bad at including links in the description of the episode, so we will be better at that because I know we have listeners that aren't on Instagram and things like that. So even though we do post it there, that's not always convenient for everyone. So I am going to get better at doing that. Um... But I also wanted to do a reminder that all links from the past can be found at our LTK link that is in our WAM IG bio. But I'm also going to add that into our description as well. So it'll have our two flavor of the weeks for me and Steph. And then also a link that will take you directly to our LTK that shows all of our past flavors of the week. And then also to let you know, we have made a highlight on our Instagram as of yesterday, where now you can easily scroll all past. So if you like oh, there was a flavor of the week two months ago. Like, go to our highlights, just tap through, and you'll find it. They're in order, yep. Yep. So um, many miss pop culture because of the week between recording and when it drops. It often just doesn't make sense for us to do that. So for really hot topics, we may decide to try to drop those as like a mini bonus episode instead. More to come on that. We're still trying to see how we can make that work and if it will work. But like, it just doesn't make sense. We... Record a week before, so it's like... Old news by the time it comes out of yeah, the Yeah, it's like everyone's right. over it. The story could have changed by then. Like, I know there was some... I can't remember what it was specifically, but I remember we had posted about something and literally everything had changed by the time <laughs> it had... So it was like just pointless conversation at that point. So we're really trying to see how we can incorporate more pop culture, but make it make sense. Right. And I know some of you have requested also for us to like record like closer to like the release date. But honestly, if you want an episode every week, we have to do it the we way we do it. We have to leave room. We have to do the way that we do it because it leaves room for things to n- not happen. So for example, if we are recording the Tuesday, the week before an episode drops, but I get sick and I'm yeah. down for three days and then Laura has a concert to go to Friday. She has planned Saturday it just leaves it leaves too much room for error and too much room to not get an episode out. Yeah. And you guys know that's one of our um, pride and joys of this podcast is... We've we, never missed a week. Never. <laughs> so yeah, it really does because there are... I would say 90% of the time we skip to our schedule. We record on Tuesdays. But there are <laughs> days where something comes up with work. We get sick. Um just things come up in life and we have to move it. And if that was the case, we wouldn't be able to get an episode out the next day. So that's that. Um, Other than that, the likes and the ums are likely here to stay because we don't know how to get that to go away. Sorry, guys. Just who we are at this point. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On on the um, times that I will listen to an episode in my car or something, I cringe just as much as you guys do. And I do think it's good. I don't listen to every episode, but I've started to a little bit more recently. And I do think it's good because it makes me more aware Mm -hmm. of doing it. And not that that's going to like completely erase me doing it. But it makes me aware enough that, like, I try to think about it. Yeah. When I record, did, we'll how many say, times did I? I say think like at right least now? three. Okay. <laughs> so probably would have said like six times before listening to myself. Oh but. no, I agree. I don't listen often, but when I've listened to, I've gone back to like listen to a section or something. I hear myself talk, and I am like, "Whoa, yes. that's really bad." And I'm sorry, but I mean, Thank I'm you almost for- forty years old, and then I've said like. My mom's been yelling at me for saying like too much since I was probably nine years old. And so thank you for loving us through the good and the bad. (laughs) And the likes and the ums. (laughs) Um, But also thank you guys for 
tons of questions you guys submitted. Like so many. We are going to get through a good chunk of them. We have some repeats, so we're trying to like merge some together. Um, I don't know if we'll get to every single one, but we are gonna try to get through as many as we can right now. And let's get into it. Yeah. Okay, this one I'm not prepared for. I think I meant to prepare for this one. So sorry, guys. We're going to wing it. <laughs> if you could have a guest on the pod, who would you have? Oh, Laura, dream guest. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dream guest. I literally, I, this was one. I prepared for some of these questions and I forgot to think about this Same. one. I will say for me, so this was like, this was one that I was kind of like overthinking. Surprise. Are you guys surprised? Um, Because... If there was, like, anyone famous that I would want to meet, you guys know it's probably Taylor Swift. Like, would love to meet her. But she's not necessarily my dream podcast guest. Like, I don't know what we would. Unless I could just, oh, my God, imagine this. So Taylor Swift on the podcast and why she's here. Like, first of all, we have some questions about, like, when reps coming out and everything like that. But also, and she tells us. So, like, that's when she announces reputation taylor's version we would get so many likes and subscribes oh yeah like everybody and also we'd be best friends with her and we'd probably start like quitting our job and just traveling we would be making our profile picture black and white right now our profile picture would be black and white yeah but so i don't necessarily think okay so the other thing about taylor swift is i would love if she came on and i just like told her about certain situations in my life like i told her about like my marriage with my ex-husband and my divorce and like everything and like single stuff land and like the people that I was like seeing and stuff and then dating and then life with Jordan and just like create an album for mm-hmm. me like on the spot she's just asked g- chat GPT to create a Taylor <laughs> Swift album for you um so that actually is not a bad idea but like when I think celebrity like famous well-known person who I would want on the podcast like honestly not sure yeah, I'm trying not to think of it as a celebrity because, well, first I would like to say that we had three people in the What Don't You Like About Our Current One format that asked us to talk about Taylor Swift left. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry, about three people. That didn't happen already. <laughs> um, but we, uh, I was trying to think of like, okay, like realistically, and maybe even not realistically in a sense that these people wouldn't come on, but like maybe you not said, we're not going to have an actual celebrity yeah. that doesn't like, but somebody had said, like, have brunch with Babs on. And I was like, oh, my God, I would love to have brunch with Babs on. She would be the best. But even, like, there's some certain, like, big financial accounts that I really like. The uh, Your Rich BFF. Like, some that, like, have cool, like, hacks and stuff. Like, yep. I think one of those big accounts would be really cool to have on the podcast. I agree. I also think if we're thinking big, just from, and people are also going to hate me for saying this, I would love to have Chris Jenner on to come talk like business oh, I and think- social media and marketing and how to market yourself. Basically, because she has a master class that she does. And like to have her come on the podcast yeah, that and would do be that master class. I honestly be- think I would have a better time. And I think the episode would be better having Chris Jenner over Taylor Swift. I agree. And Taylor, speaking of um, Chris Jenner, has she, because I know. Uh, not skinny, not fat has had a lot of the Kardashians on her podcast. Has she ever had Kris Jenner? I don't know. I'd be shocked if she hadn't. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to look that up. What is your favorite cold weather meals? So I would say mine all really revolve around soup. So I love grilled cheese and tomato soup, like a classic cold weather meal. I love chili. I don't make chili that often because it's not 
I love the idea of it, but I don't want it all the time. And I also love, like, we get rain so infrequently, usually, in California, that, like, when it rains, I instantly crave pho. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just my thing. And so I would say those are three of my, obviously, soup, but those are three specific soups that I crave in cold weather. Yeah. For me, it's anything in the crock pot. Like, crock, not even have to be a soup, but I'm just, like... Love a good crock pot meal on a rainy day or a chilly day. Uh, like you said, soups though, like soup in general, when it's because we don't get super cold weather or rainy days very yep. often. When we do, I'm like, ooh, I want soup. Like, yes, but, totally agree. Yeah, grilled cheese and tomato soup, obviously a staple. And I remember when it was raining recently, it was a cold night. I made um, soup, like the Trader Joe's soup dumplings. And I was like, honestly, this is such like a good cold comfort food as well. It is. Like I literally eat them all the time year round, but I feel like it really is a good cold food. I mean, I eat them year round too. Like they're literally like when I don't have time or I can't think of anything else or whatever, like that's like my go-to is those Trader Joe's soup dumplings. But speaking of tomato soup really quick... Because this reminds me, like, right when the pandemic started, I remember I did, like, a poll or something on Instagram about, like, how you make grilled cheese. And I literally was, like, I found, like, the best way to make grilled cheese. And it's, like, the only way I'll make it now. I just want to know how you make your grilled cheese. Like, what is your – what are your steps to making grilled cheese? Well, the must is – which you would think – it should be butter on your bread. But it's definitely mayo. Thank you. You got to mayo your bread, you guys. Honestly – game changer. I learned yeah. that during mm-hmm. that process and I've never gone back to butter. It is mayo or nothing. It gives it such a crunchy, crispy. It makes the, like, it's just, and we're talking mayo, like on the outside of the bread, the part you're going to grill. It's just, when I just got, I've been doing it for years now, but it makes it so much better. My mouth is watering And it's so, so much, much easier right to now. spread than like, cause if you totally. keep your butter in the fridge, whatever, like it's just easier to do. But, 100%. Oh, yeah. Must. I want grilled cheese really bad now. I know. <laughs> um, and since this question's for you, I'll read it. Is there talk of another wedding in the near future? Yes. I mean, no. So I was like, wait, what? I was like, this is news to me. Breaking. I've, I mean, obviously Jordan and I are in like a very committed relationship. We've been together two, almost two and a half years now. We have lived together for a year now and we did like talk rings last May. So like a little over six months ago, we went ring shopping on his birthday, his idea Like, and I, like, didn't even know. I'm just not that girl that, like, has a Pinterest board saved of, like, exactly what my ring wants to look like. And I, like, know my own size. And, like, I just, that's not me. So, like, I was so overwhelmed when we went ring shopping. I was like, I think I like this. Like, oh, good to know my ring size. Honestly, don't even remember it. Um, So, like, that was fun. So, I do think it's, like, something that is, like, probably not years away from. But I also know, like, we want... You think it's, like, a 2024 thing? I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. I do know, like, we want our moment to feel, like, special. I do know that. And last year was your wedding, and we had my cousin's wedding, and his best friend got married last year. And so, like, we didn't want to take anything away from anybody else. And then this year's, like, another year of that. Like, his cousin's getting married I have a friend getting married. He has a friend getting... So there's just so much that, like, we want it to kind of be, like, our moment, too. Mm -hmm. And so to do it, like, when so much is going on just feels um, a little weird. I'm sure people disagree with that because people get married Well, I was going to... Well, I was going to say, I mean, as long as he's not proposing, like... 
at the wedding. wedding. I don't think it's a thing because it's, there's always going to be things like that's true. Every year is going to be something. And so, yeah, I had a numerous people ask me during December. Do you think Steph and Jordan are going to get married <laughs> when she's in Washington? One of my, um, my work bestie kept saying that too. She's like, I know you're going to come back engaged. I was like, I don't know. Like, I, cause I don't know that Jordan would make like a spectacle of it. Like I picture mm-hmm. Jordan doing it just like something the two of us like special, but not like, not with like my whole family there, yeah. his or like friends or whatever. Like that's just how I like envision it. Um, but I do, it's so funny. Cause like, I do so look forward to like getting engaged and like mm-hmm. that part of it, but I don't look forward to like the wedding, like, cause we're not going to have a big wedding. We already yeah. know that, but we haven't like nailed down. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to go to Vegas. Hawaii or Vegas or a courthouse or like whatever. Like we yeah. haven't like nailed down that, but I just know like, regardless, whatever you do is going to cost money, even yeah. if you don't have a wedding and just the even more so than the wedding is like the planning part of it for me. Like as a person that gets overwhelmed really easily, like that just seems like the part that's not, I just wish I could be engaged and just like wear a ring and call in my husband when we're engaged and just not have to go through. And I also wish like, never mind, I'm not going to say it. I was, I was going to say, I wish our families didn't have to be there. We could just go, <laughs> but I'm like, no, I don't wish that. So yeah. um, near future, I'm not sure how near, but definitely like obviously something we're in a committed relationship that's obviously something that's coming all right thoughts of having any work done have you had any work done already dental implants that's so random dental implants botox stuff like that um i have had no work done um as i've been losing weight i have been seeing certain wrinkles in my face a little bit more Um, so Botox is on my horizon. I'm trying to hold off on that until I get a job though. (laughs) Um, and I will be having a lot of work that I want to get done once I get to my goal. My body, it is so weird. So in 2018, which was only five years ago, I lost 110 pounds and I definitely had like my stomach was probably the worst. My arms were pretty bad, but like I hadn't noticed it really in my thighs. Definitely didn't notice it in my face and my neck like I do now. And then so I'm like, okay, so now I've lost 120 pounds. So I'm already 10 pounds past that, but five years older. And my bot from going from like being big, losing weight, and then gaining that weight back, and then losing again. My body, dramatic my body too. is just like, whoa, like, yeah. hey. And so my body is not recouping the same way it did last time. And I feel like I already like, I'm always complaining about things to Jeff. Like I'm always just like, my neck is like, because that's the thing I feel like I see the most because it's the only thing that isn't covered by clothes all the time. But I'm like, I'm going to need a face neck lift. I'm going to need my <laughs> arms done. I'm going to need my thighs done. I'm going to need to get my a tummy tuck. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to have to like go to Mexico for like three months and just. <laughs> and Laura was like asking me yesterday. She was like bringing up her neck. And I'm like, I've literally never once like thought or noticed no, anything about It looks about like an neck. old man's ball sack. Only that picture you took from like underneath your neck. Like who's <laughs> looking underneath your neck? But I've never once like looked at you and been like, ooh, like I see she's it. probably going to need like necks or, or whatever. I don't even know what you call it. I think a neck lift, facelift. I don't know what that would be. I just I need just, it to go like this. I just think like, I feel like plastic surgery is another one of those like touchy subjects where people love to have opinions. 
Um, like if they don't want plastic surgery, they're probably going to have the opinion that like plastic surgery is bad and you don't need it. But I think like, as long as you're having plastic surgery because you want it and you want to feel better, like I think I see nothing wrong with it. I am terrified of, I've never been in surgery other than, um, having my wisdom teeth removed and I'm like terrified. So I don't know if I ever could, but like, would I love like a tummy tuck one day? Cause I'm never going to get rid of like. The gut. Like, yeah. it, it might shrink a little bit. I don't know. Like, we'll see when we get there. But I'm you more get it of, like... want to get with me? <laughs> we can get a deal. Get a twofer. Um, but, yeah, I'm more of the... I love the uh, injections. I love Botox. Um, do soon for that. I really, really, really do love Botox. I held off for so long, and I even judged it for a while. Like, I was just like, ugh, that's an Orange County thing. Like, you should want to age naturally. And I'm just like, I still am aging naturally, just with a little less, like, lines. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's still, but it's not like I'm, like, stopping aging. Yeah. Um, I am interested. I know I talked about this a while ago, too, in getting my lips done. But I'm also so scared. Like, I just don't want to overdo it and then have these lips that I'm, like, ashamed of. for. Yeah. So that's, we'll see. Um, okay, I'm dying laughing because when we were reading these questions to each other earlier as we were putting them in our notes, I read this as topics of dis- dispute with your parents. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did ask that. And I was like, mm, I don't really think I dispute anything either, with my parents. But it was with partners. <laughs> That'd be so weird. What do you guys fight with your parents over at yeah. 37 and 39? It's like nothing. Um, honestly, like that's something coming from a very like toxic, hostile, always fighting about something relationship with my ex-husband. Like that's something I love with Jordan is we just like, like life's just life. Like I don't fight with you as my best friend when I'm with you. I don't fight with him. Like that. it's nice to have like a person that you're with that's like literally your best friend and you don't fight unless it's like something. Okay. So we fight about the only super stupid thing that we fight about is um, parking and you stole my answer. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, it's the anxiety in me. It's the rule follower in me. If it says you have to park head in, he's going to park backwards. I, the anxiety that comes to me, <laughs> it takes over. And that, like, so literally, I don't even think it's about parking. I think it's just about, like, me and yeah. my anxiety. That's, like, the smallest thing probably that we fight over other than just, like, Jordan, like, oh, my God. Your shoes, like, can you please? I mean, and just little stupid petty things that we don't even fight over. It's just like it does really annoy me. Like, we have a small space. We've, we've talked about it. Like, can you please just like not have more than three pair of shoes out? Um, and then like the big, like I would say the bigger things are more just like they're more things like that you want the best for each other. You know, uh-huh. it's like when you see each other like doing something that's like not going to get you to your goals, whether that's like career related weight loss related it's like that frustration can come out but it's not like frustration at like their choices or anything it's it's more like caring and wanting you to like be the best version or like him wanting me to be like the best version of me and pushing each other and knowing that like we have personal goals and like couple goals that we should be like working towards for each other so I feel like honestly those are like not bad disputes to have with your person absolutely um I'm same as you where me and my ex-husband we fought and bickered all the time, constantly. So it's been like a complete 180 being with Jeff. I almost said 360, but that means I'd be back <laughs> in the same place. So yeah, it's a 180 where like Jeff and I, we really just don't fight. Wow. And um, 
I really, when I try to sit and like really think about what is the biggest fight we've ever had, it was about parking. <laughs> so glad we're the same Which I person. think we've told the story and it's a different about parking, but it was like, I wanted him to park in a certain area. He went and parked like in this ridiculous area. And I was just like, why are you in parking here? And he got so like, he literally like reversed the car and we like went home. <laughs> like we didn't, we had tickets for a movie. And that probably wasn't even about the parking. It was probably like you probably had an annoying day at work or something. He probably had an annoying day at work yeah, and there it was boiled over parking yeah. and it was just like, fuck it. No, tonight's not the night. And he get that is the one thing he get, he like hates when I give an opinion on anything related to his driving, his parking, his, it's always just like you freaking do it then. Like you can yeah. drive next time. And, um, never mind. But really, we never, we really just don't have mate like topics of dispute really. No. So, and that's something about. Yeah, like if you don't know anything else but that with your partner, like you should feel very lucky because that's that's what you should want in a partner. You should want somebody where like that's the thing. And that's not to say we don't fight about anything, disagree about anything, argue about anything, but it's the way that you do it. Like you approach things more from like a a place of not I'm not right. Like I I'm not the one that's right and you're wrong. We're like that's what Joey and I were. Like we battled all the time over like who's right and who's wrong. And it's never like that with Jordan. It's more like positive. Like you're arguing about something because you're wanting like a positive outcome from it. Not, Mm -hmm. not that you want to prove him right. Or she's trying to prove me right or something like that. And I think that's, if you are in that kind of relationship and it's not getting better and you haven't tried anything to make it better, like I would suggest Knowing that you just, you know, like you deserve that healthy kind of relationship. And I knew I deserved it the whole time I was with Joey, but it's just so scary thinking about leaving. So yeah. very, very grateful I am. And when we're young, you kind of just think like, this is as good as it gets. It's literally. going to be with anyone. Like, I literally thought, and, and when you are young, like I remember being like a teenager with my boyfriends and like you would look for things to fight over. Because that's yeah. what you do as a teenager. You're like... You talked to another girl. You didn't text me back on time. You, that Just stupid things. And it's just, yeah, you grow up too. Um, next question. This is, seems very personal. So feel free not to answer. Um, someone said, can we know you're starting weight before surgery? You look great. Um, yeah, I haven't shared my starting weight because I have not felt comfortable sharing that yet. I know once I, um, but this is the thing too. Like it's not brain surgery. Like, People can sit there and look like do, do math, math. Yeah. figure out what I've lost, what I want to lose. Like, I mean, but, and I know at some point when I get closer to goal or figuring out like what that goal means for me, I'm will likely share that. I've just, I'm not, not even comfortable sharing yet. my starting weight other than saying it started with a two. Um, but I think like when I am, if I ever do get it to a point where I'm comfortable sharing it, I personally think I'll probably be more comfortable sharing it on the podcast than Mm-hmm. my Instagram. Do you ever feel yeah. like that with things too? Or um, do you e- feel equally comfortable? I kind of feel equally. Both? Like if okay. I'm going to share it on the podcast, I'll share it on Instagram and vice versa. Yeah. I think it's just scares me a little bit, like having it like sit there permanently. Sure. <laughs> I get it. Um, from one dink to another, do you ever waver on wanting kids? Usually I'm 100% no, but sometimes usually when PMSing, I get an unshakable feeling I'm making a huge mistake. It's such a mind fuck. Just hoping I might not be alone in this. We actually kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday. 
Um, I forget what exactly what like brought it up, but I was telling, oh, I think I was talking about um, someone I know that's husband has dementia and they don't have or has, I think it's dementia and they don't have children and she's his full-time caretaker while also having a full-time job and just like the struggles that she posts about and it's just like heartbreaking like they're both a little bit older so both of their parents you know have already passed away they don't have children so it's like falling all on her and just thinking about like the what ifs that could happen and will happen like it might not be dementia but like as you get older like things happen and just knowing that it's like just going to be like us and there's not going to be any kids to take care of but you also go to there's no guarantee that your kids will take care of you. Your kids might hate you. Your they could be total assholes. They could be assholes. They could, you know, <laughs> fall into drug addiction. You might never see them again. They could have mental health. They could have a partner that hates you and yeah. pulls you. Like there could be so many things. So having children doesn't guarantee that you're going to have somebody to take care of you someday. So, but to say it doesn't like scare me to think about um would be completely untrue my sister-in-law is so sweet I think we talked about this a while ago or I talked to her about it or something I can't remember but she told me like just so you know like my boys will Mm. always take care of you because I have you know a niece and nephew with her that's Joey's sister but they are like truly my um nephew did I say niece you did and I was like I was like isn't it two nephews I got very confused for a second um two nephews about a niece and but like you're not even gonna rely on that I just think like I don't think like that should ever be a reason to have kids. I think it's totally normal that that would scare you not to have somebody though. And this is definitely something that I've only, well, I mean, I've only not wanted kids now for the last eight to 10 years. Um, And, but only the last, I would say year or two, it's been me thinking about it more in a sense of like that feeling of being older and not having anyone like you were saying. And I always, I'll jokingly tell Jeff, I hope Charlotte and Harrison know they have to take care of like us too, not just their parents and stuff. And it's, um, it's definitely that like, as I get older and I have friends that have lost parents and like, when just as we're getting into those stages, we're just like, we are getting older and those things change. I do think about it more, but I don't think Ever, my reason of wanting a kid should be out of fear of who's going to take care of me or something. Right. I think that's not the healthiest way to go about it. And I do too. Like, I will occasionally have thoughts of like, am I making the right choice? Once I can no longer have kids, am I going to regret not having kids? But I honestly, like, this is going to sound so selfish, but it's selfish in a way that I think is like, okay. Like, I think it's, I think it's okay to feel selfish about this because I'm not choosing to be, to feel this way and then be irresponsible and go do things to get pregnant either. I freaking love my life, you guys. Like dink life is where it's at. I make my (laughs) salary. Jordan makes his. We combine it together. We do what we want with our money when we want. We literally, this is girl math, but we make, like I make more money than my coworker that makes the same as me because he or she has one, two or three kids. Mm -hmm. So they divide their money over two, three, four, five people. I divide my money between me. So the only thing I wish I had was, um, leave or like and an excuse like so many times when I would have like coworkers who would be leaving for a kid and I'm just like I want an ex- I want a kid for the excuse of leaving work and honestly my <laughs> boss has three dogs and she has dog things come up all the time like basically however that is talks- true I've actually had to leave work because of vet or things like that yeah. so fair enough yeah 
I need a dog, I guess. <laughs> Get a dog. <laughs> Way easier. All right. I have a fun question. I listen to a lot of casual chat podcasts like yours. Most cover sex too. Is that ever on the table to discuss? I know it's not for everyone to be casual and open about it. I'm just curious on your thoughts. All right, you guys. We got so many <laughs> sex questions. So clearly this is something you guys have been like dying for us to talk about. But I just... That was like the one thing Steph and I... For two reasons. Number one, our moms listen to the podcast. Jordan, Number two, Jordan's mom listens to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I like one of the things when I started was like Jeff and I like discuss like there's just some things I'm not going to talk about on the podcast. He gives me the full reign of me making the judgment call on what I would want. He to would share or not what share. I would think he would want me to share or not share. And I can guarantee this is one of those things. Like Jeff's a pretty like private person. Any you ask any of his friends like. His friends didn't even know he had a girlfriend for like the first like few months. And it's not because Jeff was like, I don't take it personal. I jokingly like pretend that I take it personal. But if you know Jeff, that's just like not he's not an overshare. Like you have to ask like and that's what he said. He was like, well, nobody asked if I had a girlfriend. And I'm like, (laughs) people are just going to ask you like all the And so until he was like ready to introduce me to people and stuff, it was just like something he didn't talk about. Also, you guys just got married in October. They just consummated their marriage like three months. There's <laughs> can't even finish talking to you. I okay, so the oversharer in me, and because I also listen to some podcasts like Call Her Daddy occasionally or whatever, where it is like a topic of conversation for people of our age. I, like I have had times where like I've wanted to like share about it, but when I really think about it and like think of who lists my mom, Jordan's mom. I know for you, Jeff listens sometimes. Jordan yeah. says he doesn't, but I don't know if he does or not. Um, work, like I have work people that follow me on Instagram, so I don't know if they listen on the pod. I just feel like that's so cringy to like talk about and then to walk into work on Monday and like have people that I work with in a professional environment yeah, knowing that. Like it just feels a little like gross. So I can assure you. The last it's three happening. years, Let's it hasn't been, and it's just the past three years, this hasn't been a part of our podcast. So, so why start now? Yeah. If you want to go listen to sex chat, there's plenty of podcasts where they yes. chat about it and it's Absolutely. just not what we feel comfortable doing. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unemployment update from Laura. How's the search? Anything out there? Are you financially okay? How can we help? So here's my Venmo. Just like, <laughs> I love that you guys say how Go can we help. Go fund me. Although I think how can we help is probably not financially. They like, probably hey, mean like. can I connect you with somebody? <laughs> Correct. I'm pretty sure that's more what they oh, mean. Oh, you guys don't want to pay my mortgage for the next yeah. few months? Um, so in the new year, I finally feel like there is definitely more stuff out there. Um, literally got a rejection letter while we were working. It literally came in at six o'clock on the dot. So I was like, they literally plan to send rejection letters on Fridays at six. So, so it's that like, nobody can call over. Exactly. Yep. So I was, that was for an interview I had had about a week ago. Cause I know it was, yep. wasn't it was, it was before ago. I went to Vegas. So I want to say it was a little over a week ago. So I'd gotten a rejection that they decided to go with other candidates, but um, it's fine. I didn't feel great about the interview not that I didn't do well but that I didn't feel like it was the best role for me yes yeah so um there was we were talking about that before yesterday before they sent that we were talking about it and you were just like I wish they would just tell me no because I could just like 
Even though you knew already that it wasn't the perfect fit. Yeah. You still need a job. So if they felt it was like. Yeah. So, but you were also just like, I could like mentally move on from that particular job if they would just tell me no. Like I'm yeah. not going to be devastated. And so, and that was frustrating because you were like, it's been a week. Like, I guess they're just not. And so it was nice when they actually did. Because I remember that when I was job hunting, like I got super, super hype, hyper fixated on certain jobs and would think I'm like still in the running like two weeks later or yeah. something for something because there's so many companies out there that don't just... And how you make excuses. They probably just have people yeah. on vacation. Everybody's just probably out of it. Their yeah. building probably burned down. They're going to rebuild it and contact me. And- <laughs> <laughs> so true. But um, yeah, as of right now, financially okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Unemployment sucks. It's not anything that can replace a income. But um, I still have a couple more months of that. I've still held on to my, um, not my stipend, what's it called? My uh, severance. Severance, yes. So I still have that. So getting by, hoping to not have to like really tap into um, savings, just trying to budget where we can. And I try to make smart decisions when I'm at Target and Amazon and everything else and not just shop. I will (laughs) say you are being like, very respectful like knowing that you and Jeff like have your money together in one pot now being married like you are very like when you and I talk about like oh like let's meet up for lunch like I'm off today or whatever like you think like about where we go to make sure that we're not going to go drop $75 because yeah there's some restaurants we easily go and if we get like dinner and a drink and stuff and that like where my bills don't tend to be as high as they used to because I can't do like apps <laughs> and an entree and three cocktails like I still like you're being can still very considerate money. knowing that Jeff is taking on a little bit more than he was before and not wanting to take advantage of that so I will say yes. you're being super considerate so I feel like that kind of answers the next one unless there's anything else about um, being on one income is it sustainable and are you having to use savings? Yeah, so as of right now no, um obviously I don't know. I think we could definitely get we would have to make a lot more budget constraints to like um make sure we don't get to that point. So but right now we're still trying to enjoy our life without feeling too concerned. And I do think you're going to have a job, like maybe not next week, but I do think you're going to find something um, soon. <sighs> so next question about the job is how many jobs a week are you applying to? Have you had any interviews? Share everything about your search. Um, so I try to apply like at least three to four days a week. I'm sitting on LinkedIn and applying for two to three jobs in the afternoon. Every night I get alerts from LinkedIn of like the jobs that I have because I had set up like um, like keywords like so when jobs like fit that it'll get sent to me. So every night I get sent a bunch of alerts. So I browse those and I save them. And then the next day I go through what I saved and I'll try to apply for as many as I can. So I would say I'm going anywhere between eight and 12 a week. I'm trying to do. Um, I've spoke with a couple of recruiters. The only like real like interview I had was the one last week. Um, and I've gotten a few rejections and stuff, but. And we talked a little bit yesterday too, about how, when you started your search, like you wanted a remote job and how the more you're talking to different recruiters and people, you're finding that those jobs are so few and far in between and just the competition that goes into those jobs is like super high Mm -hmm. so that you're kind of hoping more for something hybrid, but you're open to 
working on yeah the job I applied for that I had the interview for that I got the rejection for yesterday that was actually going to the office five days a week which I really 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 don't want but um for the right job I would be willing to do it and um yeah the jobs I'm finding that are remote like I said are farm view between they are getting thousands of applicants they also can be in random states where they're not a lot of them aren't paying as so like a remote job in Indiana isn't paying the same as like a job no, in Southern California. because they can hire anybody from anywhere. Exactly. So there's there's those kind of things against you as well. Um, and and I also think it's hard because you made a career change. When was that? October of 22? 21? 21. So October of 21, you made a career change. Like mm-hmm. you did because you didn't work in marketing at the college, right? I mean... I did like communication, social media stuff, stuff, but it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like an actual marketing job like I did at Taco Bell. So you moved brand new October of 20. So you got two years, almost two years in a marketing job. So you basically were like starting a brand new career too, and A, in corporate America and B, you know, in an actual marketing career. So you're also like new and learning to the field still too, where like maybe it would benefit you to hopefully not have to go in five days because that would cramp our style. It really would. But if you could go in like two or three days. Yeah. And I don't mind. Like I liked the days I went into the office at Taco Bell. It was the going into the office wasn't the shitty part. It was the having to wake up earlier, having to commute, having it was like and that's what we all the stuff to get yesterday. There. We were like, because when I go to work, because I still complain, I go to, I go into the office three days a week. And once I'm there, I'm fine. I get so much done. It's busy. It's exciting. It's booming. There's, yeah. I say this, but it's like, it, it just, it, it isn't as bad as I think it is. Yeah. Um, and my day goes by really fast, blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's the having to go to bed early, waking up early, commuting, showering at five in the morning, having to do my hair at five in the morning, packing a lunch, driving on my lunch break, having to run errands, not, it's, it's all of like yeah. those other things it's not actually being there. So once you're yeah. there, you're fine. But yeah, I know it's, it's, um, it's not like the greatest thing. In the world. Let's be real. Uh, what did you major in in college? Um, my, my degree is in business administration, um, with my, and I did a concentration also in entrepreneurship. Fancy. Mine is in business management. So I like did not have a traditional, like, right out of high school, going to college and like getting my degree. I just in a nutshell moved to California my senior year of high school, finished high school in California. The goal of this was to get California residency because it was like my dream to go to college in California. And then I met Joey my senior year of high school and it all became about fun and in life. And so I did the community college thing, which I'm not against. I work at a community college. I think they're great, but I didn't do it like trying to get it done in two years. And yeah, you were doing it so that, oh yeah, you were still going to school, like but one you or two classes it. while I had a full-time job at night or whatever. So that took me a long time to finish my AA. And then I ended up um, finishing my bachelor's degree at an accredited college online And so it took me so long and I changed my idea of what I was going to do so many times. I originally wanted to be a teacher so bad. So that's what I originally went to school for too. Yep. And I did my whole like early childhood education in in community college. I was like working in two schools, like for the volunteer hour part of it. And then 
I just, I can't even remember like when it was that it changed. I think it was starting to work at Golden West. I was like, oh, like I kind of like working with adults a lot. Like (laughs) maybe I would like this better than working with like seven-year-old, 37-year-olds five days a week. So I think that like my first like real, like I say real because I had a few other full-time jobs before, but like a full, like real career type job kind of changed that for me of like, Maybe I want to go this route. That's not that funny. Route. That was exactly me. I don't even actually remember what changed my mind, but I, when I started school, I was education major. Um, I was doing all my early ed classes. I was also starting to do some stuff because I was thinking that I wanted to potentially do uh, special education. And then, um, yeah, by the time I was finishing up at Mount Sac, I was like, I don't remember, but I just decided I didn't want to teach anymore. And I had wanted to be a teacher for like, Ever. Like Since that I was, was a kid. Yeah, I used to like too. play teacher with and my dad. I was wanted a to be a teacher for a long yeah. time. And then it was just, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I didn't want to do that anymore. And honestly, like, especially with COVID and having to go remote and just how te- how teachings change, oh just the politics and everything. Like I give so many props to teachers. Yeah. I know there's so many leaving the field, which is so scary for like kids and like the quality of teachers that they might get in the future, but, um, I feel like something has to change with teachers because they do a hard, hard job and an important job and they're leaving left and right. So I just going back to college role, I just feel it sucks that you're 18, you're an adult, but you're not. And we're supposed to just like know what we want to do with our life. Yep. And there's just so many jobs. Like we knew basic jobs. We knew teacher, police officer, fire, like, you know, all those jobs, but like, there's now I'm like, especially when I started working in marketing and learning all the different types of jobs that are in market, I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, <laughs> I like, I remember learning also, like I'd met someone, um, probably five, six years ago and they, um, they did like, they've, their whole career has been in like radio and podcast, like producing and stuff. And I was like, didn't know, like, these are just things you don't know. And I was like, these are things that like go with my personality. Like, I just, you don't have a clue of the careers that no, are out there. you don't. My, my job even confuses my mom because my sister and I both have um, like business degrees and I work in, you know, in business on at a higher education institution. My sister works in business at a hospital and in administration. And my mom's just like, I just don't understand. Like I never would have gotten a business degree because I just wouldn't know like <laughs> what you do with it. She's like, all I knew growing up was that you had to be a teacher or a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer. And so she became a nurse and my dad was a firefighter. And oh, see, for our age, it was business degree is what you got when you don't know what you need to yes. what you want to do. Because business just kind of covers business. <laughs> and I also think business degrees have changed too with sure. like with social media and just in general. Because you get a little bit of everything. You get a little bit of finance. You get a little bit of marketing. You get a little bit of everything that goes into And business. you can do so much with it. It's, yeah. not like you, it's not like you graduate and you're like, okay, now I know what I'm going to go do. There's so many options. Yeah. So. Um, are you making money with the podcast? How does that work? Um, or obviously, I'm still looking for a job, so we don't make that <laughs> much money. Um, we bring in a little bit of money every month. It's enough to cover us doing this one weekend and some of our monthly fees that... We accrue with running the podcast, um, but honestly, we get a little bit from ad revenue that is played during the podcast, and then the other thing we get is from the small 
commissions we get from you guys shopping through our LTK link. So we really appreciate when you guys buy the products that we share through those links. It does help us. It's nothing crazy, but everything helps. I mean, it depends on the store, but literally sometimes if you buy a shirt, we might get like three cents. So it's nothing (laughs) incredible, but every little purchase does help. So when you guys do shop through our links versus just like searching for it yourself, we greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. Laura's kitchen remodel. Is that off the radar? Oh, my kitchen. (laughs) I want a kitchen so bad. Um, So it was decided after I got laid off that no large home renovations would take place until I get another job. However, um, keeping it brief, we have had a couple of interviews and conversations for a home renovation show with HGTV. And if that went through, it would happen sooner. Sooner. We'll leave it at that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, I lost our spot. Is Steph doing any house hunting? Any further talks of finding a different place to live? So no real house hunting. Um, I was actually just telling Laura at dinner last night. I like sometimes will like doom search like on Reddit or whatever, like random topics that pop in my head. And so yesterday, or I guess a few nights ago, um, one of the topics I was doom scrolling was just like, what the fuck with housing prices? (laughs) Like, (laughs) when can they top out? Like, how much higher? And I don't know if this is everywhere that it's this insane or if this is a Southern California big metropolitan area thing. But like, it's insane. Like, I just don't understand how much more they can keep going up. Like if my anticipated raise for the year is 0.76%, how, like how, like how is it ever going to be attainable, which is such a frustrating thing. Yeah. Um, But on top of that, rent's the same way. Our rent in August went up $300 a month. That's a lot of freaking money. That's a lot. So it's like... That's $3,600 a year. Yes. It's so much money. So it's one of those things that's like, does it feel like a waste to rent? Absolutely. How do you buy though? Like, how do you buy unless you have parents that give you a huge chunk of money for a down payment? Because you guys, we're talking like in the area that we live. If Jordan and I even wanted to buy just a two bedroom, one bathroom condo, we're talking like starting price in the area we live at six hundred thousand ish right now. Know. Like it's insane. And so, you know, like we don't have access to like a huge down payment from any source. We do have money saved and we are working towards the continuing to save, but not enough to like put enough down so that we have a mortgage that's a number that we want to see because we also don't want a $5,000 a month mortgage for a two-bedroom condo. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that's super, super frustrating. Um, We did talk recently about like we're going to have to see. I think we usually get our like rent increase in like May, I think. So depending on how much. Yes. So depending on how much that is. At least they give you a decent notice. Oh, yeah. Thank God. So depending on how much that is. We may stay where we're at if it's not like too crazy for another year, or we might be like, all right, we're still going to rent right now, but we're going to go rent in an area, a different area that's not the area that we're in, where maybe we can have something a little bigger for what we're paying or a bigger for less, basically. Um, So it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. So has he, because how long has he been in that complex? 
He's been in the complex for somewhere like four or five years, maybe like five and years. And they've raised it on him every single year? They've raised it on him every year, but it hasn't been as much. I think like the first few years, because with COVID and everything, they weren't yeah. raising rent. Um, it wasn't as much. And then I remember the year before I moved in with him, I think they raised it like a hundred dollars or something, which I thought was a lot. Mm -hmm. I was like, my rent never got raised a hundred dollars where I was last living. Yeah. And um, so I thought that was a lot. And so then when we got a $300 a month rent raise, I was like, what? It's insane. I think that was Jeff got like something when he lived over there by you guys, it was like four to $500 or something. And that's why he was like, nope, I'm going. And so he went private landlord it's after insane. that. And was if anyone has way any less for way more of finding a deal with a private landlord, like because I was also googling that, and I'm like, you kind of it said you have to like you're not going to find those on like the it's, websites. It's you have to go driving or whatever. No one, yeah, um, or knowing someone, yeah. yeah. So that would be um, really nice. It's just like a hard situation. Like we live in such a nice area, and we have like these beautiful like walking trails and amenities and stuff, and so it's just you're going to give that up going anywhere else. Um, so it would definitely have to be to give that up would have to be for like a bigger space and extra bedroom, like something sure. else, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have pros and cons with living in Irvine and um, definitely like there's just so much over there and the walking and stuff is always so nice. Um, but there's so like you just have to weigh it out because there are so many like pros you could get in other places, right. having a little bit more space, like you said, and for Maybe the same price, but at least More a bigger space, place, exactly. which would be huge. So, you know what, Steph? I feel like we still have so many questions. We're already at an hour. Why don't we make this little Q&A a bit of a two-parter? And I love that we'll make idea. it part of next week's episode as well. And we'll just cut it for now today. I agree. Let's um, stay tuned for next week. You guys sent so many questions in. Like we are overwhelmed with questions and we want to get to all of them. So we will answer the rest of your questions next week. And on that note, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is a little bit of a told you so to Laura because she was making fun of me this week because I had put in my stories like, Oh, like we share flavor of the week every week on the podcast. It can be anything from like a favorite product, Trader Joe's fine, oh, yeah. TV show, book. And she messaged me and was like, book, LOL. Like we don't. <laughs> We've never shared a book. <laughs> so I was like, well, no, I'm going to share a book. Okay. It's actually funny you say that though, because it's, I already know the book that I'm currently doing is going to be a flavor of the week, but I'm not done with it. But we also don't read. We listen to them. Honestly, yeah, that's my bad thing. I know how to read. Don't think I don't know how to read, you guys. I just don't like enjoy sitting there with a book like some people do. Um, but I do enjoy audiobooks. I enjoy them in my car while I'm working, whatever. Um, and so the last audiobook that I listened to was Open Book by Jessica Simpson. So I've actually wanted to read this for a while. I think, didn't it come out in like 2020 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's been a few years and I've had it, I have it on my list too. Same. And I've heard so many people say so many good things about this book. And it's not even like I'm a huge Jessica Simpson fan. I've just, I've heard her book is great. The topics she uh, touches on are great. And so I read it and I cannot give enough credit to her for everything she put into this book, everything she shared from her merit, you know, from the start of her career to her parents and her family and the death of her cousin to 
her marriage to Nick Lachey and being on the newlywed show and how that affected her getting divorced to all the celebrities she dated, like trashy John Mayer and all these other guys and her now marriage to her husband becoming sober, her getting weight shamed. Like, do you guys remember that concert that she did where she was in like a black bodysuit and mom jeans? jeans? Yeah. And a belt. And I remember even when it was the tabloids, when the tabloids were like calling her fat and making fun of her mom jeans and stuff. Like I was even like, oh, this girl's put on some LBs. Like, because that was like back then in like the early 2000s, like the tabloids had your mind trained to be mean. Like you Mm -hmm. were like trained to like agree with what they were saying and like judge, you know, people. And like hearing her story and like saying like, you guys, I was a size six. Yeah. When they were saying I was fat. I'm like, I don't be a size six. I was not a size six since like after the sixth grade. So, (laughs) so it's just like heartbreaking, and just she touches on so many subjects. I feel like there's something in her book for everybody. And if you're looking for a book to read, I'm going to mention again. Laura told us a few weeks ago that on Spotify you now have access to audiobooks. Not every book's on there, but so many are. So far, the ones that I've wanted to read are. Me too. I think only I've probably searched because I've been saving them. I think I've searched maybe 20 books and I think only one wasn't on there. There's a lot. And I think you have like a certain number of hours that you can listen a month. It's either Um, 15 or 20, which is average is about one to like, like about two books. I'm on my third book with it and I have not maxed out the hours. So um, it's very doable. And most of us have Spotify. So if you do definitely check that out. So I will say this because I had gone on and on about it. And I also told Jeff and my mom and my mom proceeded to tell me it's not letting me listen to books. And I was like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) And then come to find out only. So I have a family account. So Jeff and my mom are on my family account. Only the account holder, account holder, which is me gets it. So Jeff, so I was like, sorry, Jeff, you actually can't listen to books. And then my mom, I was like, sorry. And I felt that she really wanted to read Bad Mormon, which was um, a book by Heather Gay, one of the people on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I just listened to it and then I felt bad. And so I sent her the book to read because I was like, sorry, you couldn't listen to it, mom. Um, Well, that's good to know because I've also told Jordan about it. He is on my account and I'm going to have to tell him. Yeah. I don't think he's Chosen to read one yet or listen to one yet because yeah. he hasn't told me, but um, that's good to know. Yeah, I've been doing, uh, I mean, it takes me a little while because I've been listening to my current book now for probably two or three weeks, but because I keep up on my podcast and then it's like as soon as I catch up on my podcast, so usually over the weekend, I'll listen to my books a little bit and then um, get back to my podcast on Monday, but I've been loving adding audio book because I'm just too cheap to do audible. So I never was like, Same. I pay so many monthly fees. I'm not also going to do audible. And then I knew there was Libby, which is like a, a library, library app that you could do it on. And I just never, cause then I had to go to the library to get a library card before I could sign up for Libby. And so I just never did it. And so now when I found out you could do it on Spotify, I was like, this is gold. So absolutely. And what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is a Trader Joe's product. I thought they were brand new, and you informed me that they aren't because you said your mom has bought them. My mom loves these. They are called Trader Joe's Trail Mix Crackers. A bag of them is $2.79. They just got dropped this week or last week or two. They are a seasonal item, though. They're not there year-round, which is why I thought they were a new item. So since they'll probably only be around for the next like month, maybe two months, I wanted to make this my flavor of the week ASAP. So you guys had a chance 
to get yours. They are delicious. You guys, this is like a cracker that just on its own is so good. When I opened them yesterday, I was like, holy crap. But I honestly, I was like, oh, some brie on this or like a mild cheddar would be like so good with this. So I'll just read you what it literally says on the back of the bag. Our trail mix crackers are baked with an irresistible sweet and salty combination of nuts, seeds, legumes, and raisins. Each nut and seed is placed by hand to ensure the perfect mouthful. Take them on your next trip or enjoy them at home paired with a mild cheese or peanut butter. Honestly, fantastic cracker. They're so good. There's and even they protein. Have, <laughs> they have like a nuttiness, like almost a peanut buttery taste to them anyways so without good. any peanut yeah. butter on them. Yeah, they're heavenly. My mom does not have a Trader Joe's near her. The Trader Joe's... The closest Trader Joe's, I think, is like two hours away. So anytime she does go and they have these, she cut, like wipes them out, like takes every single bag on the shelf and brings them all home because she loves them. So I much. never would have got them, but it was what they were. They were sampling that and a cheese when I walked in this week to pick up food for us for the weekend. And I was like, um, getting these. These are delicious. <laughs> I never would have probably been drawn to them otherwise. They're amazing. So good. Um, but yeah. Oh, I guess I never said this in the beginning. One more thing we're getting rid of is the stuff quote. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it never felt natural. It was like an idea we had. We started doing it. And once we start doing it, feel we feel like we need to just commit to it. But it did never feel natural. We were already at the end of the episode. So we didn't want to like engage into another full on conversation about it. Um, we do know so many people love a good motivational quote though. So we will still share some every week on Instagram, but it's not going to be a part of our episode anymore. So you're welcome to everybody that felt it was to live, laugh, love vibes. Yeah. Talking to you, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. <laughs>